0: Kitchen is the magical place where everything happens—the alchemy of food and the human interaction. It is the most visited place in every household. Every single conversation of love, of life, of family revolves pretty much around the kitchen counter at dinner table. Trans Kitchen is a substream of the popular transgender point of view on Joy ninety four point nine, hosted by Anastasia Lee, a passionate cook and a food scientist. These pop into our kitchen to listen to some humor, swapping for a few recipe ideas, some tips and tricks or just simply having a company when you cook in solidarity. Hi, welcome back to Trans POV Kitchen on JOY94.9. This is Anastasia and in the room with me today I have Judy. So Judy is a news reader at JOY and also a sugar-phobe. <laughs> Is it correct? Because <laughs> <It's harsh. laughs> one time I invited Judy to try out my cake and she said no to it because it has sugar. Yes. Yeah. So can no you sugar
1: and nothing with a face. I'm a vegetarian <laughs> as well.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I've learned more about you. you learned more about my diet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so funny. can you tell me more? Like, you know, what really got you to change? Your well, I went
1: vegetarian about six years ago, just liked the idea of not eating meat. Um, Yeah, I feel healthier for it. It was good. And then about a year ago, I decided I wanted to feel a bit better in my guts, So I decided to quit sugar for a while. And once you get past the two-month mark, it's... A lot easier not to go back.
0: So I have two questions. First of all, so you got up one day and then you decided not to eat meat. And the second one is, when you say sugar, you meant um, refined and added sugar, right? Yes.
1: Initially, I gave up completely. I didn't even eat fruit. anything like that just to sort of get rid of the cravings and um, so now I do eat fruit again but yeah no no added sugars no refined sugars yeah which is in everything I know but um it it forced me to have a much healthier diet so lots more fresh fruit
0: and then how about veganism like because you you got up one day and you saw a (laughs) dog or like a cow (laughs) and then you're just like oh it's so cute it wasn't just
1: one day but um I mean it was sort of about yeah not really wanting to eat Flesh, um, mm. but also for sort of environmental reasons, the the mm. impact of I raising mean. animals. And while well, I think it's it's natural, animals eat other natural yeah. other animals, but just yeah, the farming processes are a bit.
0: See, so, yeah, I do agree with you on that carnivorism, Being carnivorous is actually normal, but yes. then when you actually farm and grow them and sacrifice like a huge section of forest...
1: Yeah, so it's the damage. So it's yeah, the it's the, the, the overproduction. It,
0: yeah, it's it, the overproduction that really. Um, Costly to thing, our yeah. future as well. Mm. Wow! So I make so my
1: tiny little contribution to that yep. by not eating meat. So
0: <laughs> no dairy either.
1: I do a bit of dairy. I'm trying to cut back. I it's, it's so hard, it's right? Just, I know, butter and oh my God. Oh. Halloumi cheese is just too good. I can never give that up.
0: <laughs> I found, okay, this is quite interesting. I can only have halloumi. Yes. Crilled with a good drizzle of either chili oil or Tabasco on it. Nice. I can't eat it any other way. Would you agree with those techniques though?
1: Um, I just grill it, straight up grill it and then I chuck it in a salad.
0: Yeah. How about feta? It's quite salty. I too. find
1: it too salty, actually. Mm. I find it too salty. And I just, I love the texture of halloumi. Probably yeah. well, because it's kind of meaty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she does crave for meat. Just she the texture, not the, <laughs> not the taste. <laughs> so you've been... Cutting sugar for a year now and how do you feel
1: oh much better yeah so i mean initially in the first couple like the first week i felt pretty rough i just cravings all the time because my problem was i just can't have a little bit right so Mm. um but once i got over that like within a month i just had more energy and the cravings were going once you get into that habit of eating more healthily it becomes easier and it, it becomes a habit and when you feel that in your body, it becomes easier, and you're less likely to be tempted to eat the well, I'm the crappy things. I'm
0: in the studio today, and Judy is across of me, and you know she has lovely skin. <laughs> <laughs> we have two girls in the room. I have four places of makeup, and you know, she wears nothing. <laughs> And her skin is, like, flawless. So, clearly, Aww. there's some truth in, you know, her lifestyle. Well, can I tell you something else about
1: that? I make all my own face products. So, I make my own face wash and yes. moisturizers. And I used products. to
0: be in that phase before, too, you know. It's um, not a phase. Well, uh, it's more like I am too busy these days. That I don't yeah. have time to really, like, melt the beeswax or the soy wax and, then, you know, get all this right. oil in. Yes. And But then, amazing. It's amazing. Mm. So, you've been leading this lifestyle, yeah, which well, is great. Yeah,
1: Yeah, well, I haven't really... I've been underemployed for for most of that year, so I do have... I'm one of those rare people who's time-rich at the moment, but it's not going to last forever because I don't have a lot of income. When I become time-poor, which will happen soon... Ben, but then, come um, and ask me again. But you know,
0: like, I, I found that, you know, because I made my own moisturiser before. Mm. I found that actually making your own moisturiser at the end, it can be quite as costly as buying, uh, like, a pre-made jar oh, really? cream. I mean, you know, it's like 10 bucks for, like, a small bag of soy wax, you know, from... Uh, well, I, I, I do it
1: a much simpler way, I guess, then I, I have much cheaper options. Oh, right. I basically right. use oils, soap, and essential oils. Essential oils are pretty pricey, but they'll last you very long. See,
0: this is another thing. Because when I first started like making my own moisturizer, I Googled it. And every single recipe on YouTube and on Google suggests you to use an emotion mm. of hard fat and liquid fat. You're purchasing a hell lots of ingredients mm. for my cream. And yeah, so okay. I think that was another reason why I stopped making oh, my own okay. cream too. Oh, nice. yeah.
1: I just ignored those recipes and thought, I need one that I can do cheaply, quickly, do it in bulk. And, you know, it works for me. I'm
0: yeah, like uh, yeah, well, of course it works for you. Like, look <laughs> at you, you don't even need to wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And And this is another thing that, you know, that people aren't aware of facial cream is just really an emotion of water and fat. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And, you know, people would spend like big bucks on it. Yeah, yeah. And you're basically just putting oil on your face. Yeah, Yeah. I understand that completely. And you could say, I actually still have a philosophy where if I can't eat it, I'm not going to put it on my face. Yes, yeah. I like that. Yeah, because skin yeah. is like the biggest organ. In That's the right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it I has heard that too. yeah, yeah. So and there's okay.
1: so much sort of natural remedies and natural things in nature that we probably should yeah. reach to first before we go to the lab. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, earlier, actually, Thomas Morgan he came in and he read an, um, an article I uh, published on Facebook, like the food that shape us, and mm-hmm. I actually briefly touched on these things. Yes, like how I uh, look after my hair and my skin, and it's just basic ones, that, and people, and uh, so often. People are so surprised to hear my answer in person. Yeah, like they ask me, oh, "What do you use? Like um, hair hair mask? Do you use them? Like, uh, what is that?" <laughs> I thought like mask was supposed on your face. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I said, well, actually, I do. You know, yeah, what um, is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, oil. Like you know, and it's just as simple as like putting like combing olive oil or avocado oil through your hair Through your hair. and yeah, yeah. leave it on for like an hour and then wash it. You mm, know, mm. it's just as simple as that. And yep. people just
1: and vinegar as conditioner. Yeah, and
0: warm. you know, and even like lemon juice, lemon yeah, juice yeah, yeah. and lemon rind. I mm. actually because I do have like sensitive scalp issues, so I actually wrap like the rind on my scalp just to treat. Oh. Yeah, Okay, I haven't read have that. that one. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it leaves your hair smelling quite nice as well. So nice and lemony. Speaking of lemony... <laughs> <laughs> I know that you've come to the studio today wanting to share a recipe. Is it yes. your own recipe, or is it it's, something you found? It's online?
1: not. It's actually um, one that I got from um, a chef friend of mine who works at a, uh, a food rescue organisation. <gasps>
0: Amazing.
1: Yes, they do really good stuff, rescuing food, and they prepare really good meals and hand them out to people who otherwise wouldn't be able to eat. Really good wow. organisation. Um, but yes, despite all my health that we've talked about before, <laughs> I am a bit of a carbaholic. I do eat a lot. I of think carbs. we all are we probably I all, think are, we all are. you know. People who don't eat bread, I just, how, how do they do that? I mean, I can give up sugar, but I cannot give up bread. I still <laughs> remember
0: when Judy told me that you know, she doesn't eat sugar, I told her, what a wasted life <laughs> you <really."> live. <laughs> And wow, but, well, can, but then now she's making it up with the car people, so yeah, you know, yeah, I'm making it up I the can yeah, <laughs> pass <Yeah>. that. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes, um, I do like Italian food, oh, pasta, it's one of the best. It is, it's so th- it's so simple, but you know, just you know, really and fulfilling and nourishing. And, and what I
0: think is like, you know, like people say French is like the language of love. Mm-hmm. I think Italian is the food of love, the food of love. I I'm, food. I'm serious because you know, like, whatever is more giving mm. than like a big plate of pasta, yeah. Um, you know, um, charcuterie. Oh, well, not charcuterie, but you know, yeah, knox- pesto, anti-pesto. <laughs> <laughs> <Empty> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. No charcuterie. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, what is it? Um. No so
1: sh- my favorite is Naki. <gasps> I gnocchi. just love Naki. It might be the Irish in me that likes the potato. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, love it And just a simple Pesto With that mm-hmm. but, And then I'll usually Just have that with some Veggies Always have veggies In the freezer Always have a meal And I always have Buckets and buckets Of gnocchi In my freezer Because I make it in bulk
0: Wow Wait. <laughs> So have you found That gnocchi can be Quite addictive Because they're just Pillowy They, are, they just are
1: So I have to I have to set Particular rations If I'm having gnocchi Tonight you can have This many yeah.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> They're like dumplings, But, they're, a bit like dumplings, but, but so. they're, they're not As big as dumpling, And usually Feel mm. as guilty when you have like yeah. those tiny bites. Yeah, know? yeah. So you kind of think you could have like <laughs> fifty <laughs> yeah. of them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So please share with the world. Oh, okay. The chef's friend's me? recipe.
1: All right. So this is I usually make a lot more than this. She starts with uh one point one kilo of potatoes. Now you got to get the red ones. I find they're the best. Ah, oh, so the red skin one. Yeah, because with this you got to make sure they're not going to get waterlogged mm. if you boil them. So you yeah. want them to still be nice and light. I think mm.
0: they're skin Skin kind, it has more starch in it. Oh, okay, that could be and, yes. And that's mm. another reason why. Yeah. Anyway, so more more, carb pull, more yes. carbs, people. So more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, two
1: eggs. Two eggs. Yeah. Two hundred grams of the really fine flour, the double zero flour. Yep. Um, and just a bit of salt. Now, my friend puts a bit of nutmeg in, but I don't.
0: Okay. Hmm. Yes, Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Right.
1: All right. Shall we go through what we will do? Okay. So um, you can either bake them or steam them. I prefer to steam them because yep. I find when you. Bake them; they can get dried Dry, out, yep. and then when you try and rice them, you get these big dried lumps in them. Mm. So I would usually go for steaming them,
0: yep. and then you just like uh, portion them in c- the containers and slash them in the freezer. Well,
1: I do that after. I, well, I, after yep. I put the naki in. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yes. We okay, have to that. So, so I steam my potatoes, then I peel them, put them to a ricer, a potato ricer. Yeah. Which okay. I, you can use a just a regular cheese grater as yep. well, but the ricer is if you're a bit fancy like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you're point one kilos of. Potatoes should result in 1.1 kilo of cooked potato. Um, Well, yes. Okay, so we put the flour on the bench then. So we've got our 200 grams of flour. We gently work it together with the eggs yep. and the mashed potato, although it shouldn't look like mashed potato. Yep. And we just mix all that up, basically, and getting the consistency so it's like a nice soft dough. And that takes yep. a bit of practice, because the first time you might find you end up with nuggets. Yep. Yes.
0: Well, because a lot of chef online, they, d- they do describe the whole kneading process until you have a baby bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Is, but my does friend. Does it apply to these recipes?
1: Well, I think you got to be careful about not working it too much. Yeah, because so you know, get it nice and yeah, light. Yeah, because the gluten may. Yeah, you, you don't want whole it thing stretch to stretch it quite tough. Know. yep yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I mean, no. I like a little bit of bite to my Nokia. I don't like it too soft. Okay, so I work it a little bit more. I put a little bit more flour in. So okay, yes, you might yep. add a bit more flour. So then you will just roll it out into like long sausages, cut out your little gnocchis, boil them for. 3 minutes. That's yep. it. So I think the trick is that you wait till they rise to the surface yep. and then they're done. Um, and then they're either ready to eat or whack them in the freezer at mm-hmm. that moment right. as well. And then yes. So I usually spend like a couple of hours. I don't do 1 kilo, I do 5 <laughs> kilos at a time. I buy a 5 kilo <laughs> bag of spuds. Yeah. and make spend an afternoon making Well, let's hope that we knocking. shall
0: never have a shortage of potatoes. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise Judy will be starved. To death. I will starve
1: without <laughs> potatoes. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, once you get it right, like the first couple of efforts I had some disasters but now it's yeah Mm-hmm. Once you figure out how exactly you want it at each stage, it becomes a lot you easier. You know, like
0: um, with Noki, people have this like special wooden s- tool, you know? Like oh, I have seen those, With yeah. the bitches, you know? Yeah. And then you just slide it through. Or some people
1: can even do that with a fork. But yeah, but... Yeah, I'm not chicken so It's a tedious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not serving this up to anyone. I'm just mm-hmm. eating it, so it doesn't make And then, so pretty. you
0: would serve this with a pesto?
1: I would serve this with a pesto, yes. And my friend also has um, a little trick for pesto. Oh. I used to always make it with basil or basil. I'm not sure how they it. Sure. Pre- it here a I used potato to it potatoes, it. potatoes. Yeah, it's potato <laughs> potato. and pine nuts it's, it's quite classic so yeah, yeah. but nut. what I um, what I do and then obviously you've got olive oil and a bit of garlic in there yeah. I usually don't add the parmesan yeah Um, but just to kind of change the flavour a bit yeah. and also to reduce the cost um, yeah I add spinach. So I do half basil, half
0: spinach. It's healthy too.
1: Yeah, adds a different flavor and and it stretches it, you know, because it makes it cheaper. Mm. And then with the pine nuts, some people like to add cashews. I'm not a big fan. I go sunflower seeds. Oh. So I go half pine nuts, half sunflower seeds. Oh, okay. Wow. And it's really easy to make it because you just whack it in the blender, blitz it, and there you go.
0: So do you have like a container of these at home?
1: So here's what I do with this. I make this in bulk as well. (laughs) So I make like a liter of pesto. Oh, and then sugar. I freeze it in ice cube trays, yep. and then take them out, and you've got a perfect little cube of pesto every time you want something. Because
0: yeah. the thing is, like you know, with these things, they can go brown if you don't really refrigerate them. Mm.
1: Yes, but I freeze that as well, so I always have ducky, and I always have pesto cubes in my right. freezer.
0: So if I come to your place, I know what I'd get served. You <laughs> gnocchi
1: and pesto every time (laughs) See like for me
0: I don't have time to make my own pasta these days but what I do I do enjoy the whole process
1: Yeah Have you got one of those machines?
0: I have a pasta roller but in my first time making pasta it was quite starchy because I used a hand roller Yeah and I didn't have enough crease to make (laughs) it as thin as I could (laughs) I have to say it it was quite therapeutic making your Mm. own pasta and Mm. really you know like getting your fingers in there and you know you experiencing the alchemy of cooking Yeah you know like something so simple and so delicious.
1: Mm. And the Italians have that going on, don't they? Like the real mm. connection to food and the relation to and I think, you know, I think love and family. It, and it actually
0: applies to most cultures ex- mm. except the American and Australian culture. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: way it's getting, the way it's sort of yeah. in our busy lives, yeah. food becoming such a, a functional thing rather than a, an opportunity to celebrate yeah. and be with people. Because I, I
0: still remember, like when I was in Vietnam, and I actually grew up in a time where the country has just started to develop. Yes. And like most of the food we. Have had with me home crime mm. or locally produced everybody knows everybody you know the farmer and you know how they raise the chicken and when we make a meal we just you know go to the river out there fish up mm. some mm. food or you know just go to the bush and <laughs> get some you know, herbs and leaves it, it was just quite yeah. simple yeah. it was quite did,
1: delicious did you like kill your old chickens well
0: <laughs> not me the ladies um, you know like my mum and you know, my aunties they all went through that process the, the thing about my culture and I think most Asian culture out there Is that we don't waste anything From the animal Like literally I still remember this image Where I think I was like four I was looking for my toy And instead I saw a a chicken Being slaughtered Right in front of me (laughs) And they had like this bowl. Just to capture the blood mm, running mm. off the neck, yeah. and they would theme that and eat it. Oh, no, really? Yeah, they yeah. like they love eating that. They love eating the blood in some Western culture, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Ireland, they, they eat blood puddings. Yeah, pigs' blood. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm quite sure it was four or five. Then. I'm feeling a little queasy now. I to <laughs> <tell you. laughs> uh, let's talk Nucky again. Yeah. I was just
1: going to go back to what you were saying before, though, yeah. and like although I say I'm I'm vegetarian, I do think that eating animals is natural for humans, and what you're talking about is is exactly Exactly that, you know, well, that, that nose to tail eating, yeah. you know, nothing's as not wasted.
0: As you, as you don't waste it, you know, exactly, and you know? In, in the modern world, like I see, like you know, people don't appreciate food. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, food is not only the w- a way that I I bring people together, but it's also a way for me to celebrate life and the colors of it. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. And for me, food is it's it's a resource,
0: you know. Exactly. So we have
1: to use it carefully. We have to produce it sensibly and, and not waste it.
0: For me, I, I guess you know, I've gone through different phases. You know, life and you know of course I, I have hit rock button before and I appreciate food a lot more mm. after that mm. and I feel so I, I feel quite day <laughs> <laughs> if I have to throw away something into the bean, yeah, like I always yeah, try to think of a, a way to turn it into another dish, yeah, me too. Maybe like some overripe bananas could be into my smoothie or into my mm. cake, yeah. And same some thing some applies to bread. apples. I, exactly. I have a
1: sugar free banana bread recipe. Oh,
0: <laughs> so, you, so you would use like honey, no <laughs> honey, no oh. sweetness to Oh, just oh some yes, some sorry, bananas. you're vegan, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not vegan, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm and not then, vegan because halloumi, remember? Um, and then have you ever tried roasted gnocchi though?
1: Not roasted, no. I've had it pan-fried, like cooked and then pan-fried, mm. which is quite nice. But See, yeah, is, um, never Occasionally,
0: because you know, like how with potatoes, it takes a bit of time to cook in the oven. Mm. So, sometimes when I'm time short and I am hosting dinner for my friends, actually cooking for dinner for my friends, um, I would use Noki instead. It's faster to cook yeah. and you can just bunk it in at the last 15 minutes of roasting. Like, yeah. So, so, it has a
1: different texture. It's a little bit of a crispiness to it, then. It's it crispy and,
0: and it depends on what sort of um, animals or what sort of Rose that hasn't gone into the oven before that, you know? (laughs) Because, um, yeah, so what I normally do is I would mix it with either duck fat. Or butter or an olive oil, and then yeah, just chuck it into uh-huh, the okay, oven the yeah. last twenty minutes nice. with some salt and pepper, and it comes out just like roast potatoes, really ah, o- okay, crunchier. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and of course, like you know, it with homemade gnocchi, it's gonna be softer in the in the middle as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think you should magical. try that. Okay, I'll give that a go. And I thing is like you know, I rely on the oven a lot. It saves me time. Like I don't have to stay there and watch the stove. Oh, I just okay. Chuck mm-hmm. it in there and go do my own thing. So yeah, I do rely on the oven a lot. Oh, okay.
1: Because mm. well, I'm kind of like a fifteen-minute meal out. Yeah, and that's and
0: off, yeah, Scott Speaking of pesto <laughs> um, I used to work um, At the cafe And I was trained By a chef there And she also gave me A recipe for pesto Oh, okay That actually stayed cream longer mm. And it has a kick to it Which okay. I like to you
1: know I would like to, to know All about it, yes
0: So, I, of course you used to battle Pine nuts But then she adds in capers Oh, okay mm-hmm. And some mint Mint? Yeah, ah, some okay. mint Just a, just a bit the freshness And mm-hmm. some sort of pepperiness to it Yeah, yeah And capers mm-hmm.
1: Okay Yeah, nice
0: so, you know Because your capers Capers are quite salty, aren't they? Quite salty So mm-hmm. if you don't want to use parmesan You can use capers ah, in there. okay yeah, So yeah. it gives a bit of a kick as well
1: mm. Safe for vegans
0: Yeah, and then She would add in Just a squeeze of lime Squeeze of lime would be nice too And yeah. olive oil And it always works That... You know, her pesto stayed in the fridge for quite a long time. Okay. And it stayed cream. It's cream nice one. Okay, mm. I might try And that. then, yeah, and what else w- would you have with your gnocchi?
1: Well, I always have frozen veg. I always keep vegetables in the freezer. Because, um, mm. you know, you got to have them in every meal. So mm. even though it's tempting just to eat yeah. gnocchi and pesto all day, every day, but I do <laughs> food my vegetables too. So, yeah. It's just like one of those things, you know, like you got to always have stuff in your pantry And you always got to have stuff in your freezer So mm. that's something that's just, um, I think
0: um, before this, um, we had talked about how in Vietnam we have this Something quite similar, so, but then with um, sticky yes. rice flour Yeah, yeah so, I'm thinking, what if we can replace the potatoes, the regular potatoes, with sweet potatoes mm. or yam or, you know. Mm. Um, have you
1: tried that? Have you tried a, a yam mean, gnocchi?
0: Not, not with wheat flour, but then with sticky rice flour. Mm. It is actually nicer. Mm. Oh, okay. And then in my own recipe for these, because normally in, in Vietnam, we actually have it as a dessert. Oh, okay. So, in place of the eggs, you know, again, p- protein were quite scarce back then, yeah. we used coconut milk or cream. Yeah, okay. It really changed the whole texture of it. Mm. So where does the
1: sweetness come from then to make it a dessert? Well, you, you have this like, um, syrup that we make oh, okay.
0: um, from palm tree. From mm. uh, it's called palm sugar. Oh, okay. So from the palm fruit. Yep. And yeah, and that's it. And it's actually quite amazing. And I'm actually thinking, when I have time, I want to try out this recipe where I use roasted pumpkin uh, butter squash. Yes. And then mix it in with the flour. Then make like pumpkin gnocchi.
1: We could have a big pumpkin fest or a big um, gnocchi fest in here someday. You can make I it with nice. the Dams, I'll bring my potato exactly. ones, you can have dessert ones. And you know,
0: and you know what else would be <laughs> great with gnocchi? I, I feel you know, just like simple like burnt butter. Yes. <laughs> some sage. Mm, that would be
1: good too. And yeah. some
0: scattered of nuts. <laughs> mm,
1: yes.
0: Nice. <laughs> but even just mushroom and truffle. Mushroom
1: and oh mushroom <laughs> and garlic. Mm,
0: mm, I nice. Yes. All right.
1: I think I know what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you know what? And just right before this interview, I looked on Wikipedia, and they mentioned about um, here, gnocchi are various thick, small, and soft dough dumplings that may be made from semolina, ordinary wheat flour, egg, cheese, potato, breadcrumbs, cornmeal, or similar ingredients, with or without flavorings of herbs, vegetable, cocoa, or prunes.
1: Okay, do you know when I was in <coughs> South America, I had gnocchi made from olives. Really? Yeah, and I thought it would be too potent a flavor, mm-hmm. but it was delicious. Wait, so
0: you mean like the brined olive or like fresh olives from, from the tree?
1: I assume they would have been brined because you can't really eat them straight from mm-hmm. the tree. I don't yep, think they're too bitter. Yeah, it's quite a strange but I just, it's quite a strong flavor in olive. So to replace the potato,
0: I just thought would be... It's very interesting. But it was delicious. Because I had mm-hmm. chocolate pasta before.
1: Chocolate pasta. Because
0: oh. I had this like online shopping sort of frenzy back then. <laughs> And one, one night, when I couldn't sleep, I looked up online through this croissant. Yeah. And they catered chocolate pasta.
1: Mm. I've had chocolate pizzas back when I was a sugar okay. eater. Yeah, that was pretty So delicious. chocolate
0: pasta. So, mm-hmm. and I read the ingredients. They mix in cocoa powder with the flour and yeah. they turn it into pasta. And what I did with it was, um, and because like of the shape of the pasta I got, it was quite similar to macaroni. Okay, yep. Jubilee-ish, mm-hmm. you know. So I made this like butter... Scotch fudge, mm-hmm. can, and it was quite delicious. So <laughs> now I have this right in front of me, cocoa noki. I yeah. wonder if we can make a dessert with noki because you know, in, so technically in Vietnam we have a dessert kind of thing.
1: Yeah, could could you do that and just make sure there's no sugar in it for me? I think I can, yeah. you know, like
0: maybe with maple syrup. I well, mean, that's, it's not really that's sugar.
1: I can have
0: it with fruit. fruit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe we can use noki for a dessert. Divert. Really? Yeah. it's just like plain. Yeah, yeah. it's just carbs, Far, so eggs, you can go yeah. with anything. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a sweet yeah, too. <laughs> tooth. <laughs> I haven't had lunch yet.
1: I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it for another episode of Trans POV Kitchen. You can find the recipe on our Facebook page, Trans POV Kitchen, and thank you, Judy, for coming in.
1: Thanks very much. I've enjoyed mm. it. Bye. See ya.
0: And that's it for another episode on Transpirey Kitchen on Joy 94.9. You can check us out on our Facebook page, Transpirey Kitchen, with space in between. He's your host, Anastasia Lee, and I shall see you over the stove next time. Ciao.